The Big Nerd Podcast. Explore your inner nerd. Some call it a hobby, but if you're really into something, let's face it, you're nerdy about it. Whether that's video games, statistics, old books or cars, it's all geek to host Ray Besock as he takes you into the minds of his guests and his own nerdy obsessions. Now your host, Ray Besock and the Big Nerd Podcast. <laughs> He's so nerdy. How's it going, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Big Nerd Podcast. It is me, the B-I-G-N-E-R-D, Ray B. Sock, coming at you live from the Fortress of Nerditude. And on today's episode, I've got a colleague of mine, Brady Fredrickson, and we're talking Star Wars, because why not at this point? We are on the cusp of the last, the last Jedi coming out today, tomorrow, Wherever you want to see it, I know a lot of you are going to see it this weekend. I'm going to wait a few days, give it a chance to spread out a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, this is this is the every nerd's Christmas right here when a new Star Wars movie comes out. And we're going to get into talking about the upcoming movie. Um, and we're also going to give you our lists of the top in order from worst to first of the, the current existing movies from A New Hope to Rogue One all the way through. Uh, we're going to give you our opinions on that, and you're going to find out what happens when the big nerd himself, me, accidentally says Trek instead of Wars. And, uh, yeah, that was a bad one for me, and I apologize in advance because you'll hear it, and you'll in- and Brady will call me out on it because I accidentally said it. But uh hope you enjoy this coming up, and... Get ready for some more exciting stuff coming up on the Big Nerd Podcast. We're going to be talking comic books. We're going to be talking mobile gaming. And we're going to be definitely talking wrestling because that is my nerd session. My nerd obsession is wrestling. WWE wrestling, Ring of Honor. Put it out there. You name it. And we're hopefully going to have some guests pretty soon uh, from the wrestling world on this podcast. So be looking forward to that also. But for now, I'm coming next. Me and Brady Fredrickson talk Star Wars. And we are back with another edition of the Big Nerd Podcast. And uh, joined uh, by my colleague, co-worker, and, well, sometimes sometimes very good friend. <laughs> we'll see after, we'll see how this goes here. But uh, Brady Fredrickson. How's it going? And Brady actually has a podcast also with Ledger. It's the uh, backcourt violation, right? Correct. Yeah, see, you didn't think I'd get that right, did you? Your face told me I don't know what this is, and he better say it before I mess it up. That's well, in this day and age of sexual harassment claims, thank God it wasn't the back seat violation. Nope. So nope. But uh, yes, today uh, you know is actually Happy Nerd Day to everybody out there because it is a Star Wars movie release date, and that right there is every nerd's Christmas come early right there, and it's you know it's an amazing thing for. A lot of people today, a lot of people go out and seeing it right now, early. People, yeah, I mean, we're sitting here at 9, what, 9 o'clock, and then people are getting ready to literally watch it for the first time right now. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm not big on watching it, watching a movie when it first comes out. I like to wait till the crowd thins out a little bit because I like my space. I don't like to be crunched in between three or four people, you know. There's something to that, though, being in a movie theater when it's full and, like, people are all really excited. Like, I think that might go more with a comedy because in a comedy, everybody laughs and the laughter's contagious. Whereas in a movie like this, you don't really want people to be BSing the whole time. You kind of just want to be able to focus in on the thing on the screen. Yeah, that's the other thing also. I just, like, uh, 
less than capacity theater for a lot of reasons of my personal space because <laughs> I am a rather big nerd. So, <laughs> and uh, I don't think Brady, I don't think we can classify you as a nerd, though, can we? I don't know. In some t- in some tenses, I mean, like I I have this weird talent, and it's not even a talent; it's just really stupid. <laughs> Is that and I? One of our coworkers, Miles Parks, used to work here. He works at NPR now, but he thinks it's the most amazing thing ever. Is within if you take a professional athlete, football or basketball primarily, and you pick somebody who's been playing between like 2001 and now, 99 percent chance I can guess what college they went to. Correctly. That is it's a really uh, dumb. That not is, even a good party trick because no one likes to do that stuff at parties. But that is a memory right there. That is a sports memory. And I used to have one of those before age took over and many other things. It is. It's a stupid trick, but yeah. I mean, I think everybody, like you said, in your little lead, yeah. like everybody is in some capacity. Yeah, everybody has their their hobby or as I call their 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 nerd nerddom. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Star Wars. I mean, you know, obviously, me being almost forty years old. Uh, can't believe I'm saying that, but uh, <laughs> maybe almost forty. And Brady is yet to break into the thirties. I think almost, almost his thirties. Um, obviously, I grew up more along the uh, the lines of, of of Star Wars when it first came out. I was born in 1978, so that'll give you a, a, a really good clue of how old I really am. And Brady was born uh, after that somewhere. <laughs> I was Where's, a. Unfortunately, I was a child of the, I guess technically, I guess when I was growing up would have been the second generation of Star Wars. That would have been when they were coming out was when I was like middle school, elementary school type age. Yeah, I think I was uh, five when Return of the Jedi came out in 83, I think it was. But uh, anyway, we're going to talk about... Um, you know what Star Trek meant? Or, excuse me, I just, I just we're won. not talking about Star Trek. Wow, I cannot believe I just did that. No, but this is what happens when you're live, though, folks. <laughs> you mess up like that, and I, I've lost my nerd card for tonight because I just said Star Trek when I meant Star Wars. So, more like Spaceballs, guy. Uh, Spaceballs is a sacred movie, <laughs> sir. Sacred. Uh, no, but Star Wars means a lot to a lot of different people, obviously, and for me, it was just it. It really accentuated the dream, obviously. I mean, you think about you know, what Luke Skywalker is about, and he had a dream of getting off of Tatooine, and little did he know, he followed his dream, and he becomes this intergalactic hero. You know, Not saying that I'm going to walk outside and follow <laughs> my dream today, tonight and become a millionaire, multimillionaire, but uh, you never know. Download this podcast if I find out. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Brady, what does Star Wars mean to you when you were growing up, though? It was one of those things where you kind of look for, you know, as you, it kind of goes into the nerd thing, but as you grow up, you kind of outgrow specific things that you like. You know, if you like this when you were in elementary school, then by the time you are in middle school, that wasn't cool anymore. Middle school to high school, and it kind of, you outgrew these things that you loved, whether it was shows, movies, whatever. But Star Wars was one of those things where whether you were in, like, the first grade, or whether you were, like, 34... It was cool to like that. Like, no one was going to clown on you for liking Star Wars because pretty much everybody thought it was cool. And so, I mean, I can remember being a kid, and one of my friends was one of those kids who just had every action figure known to man. And so he's got, like, the ATST, he's got the Millennium Falcon, he's got everything. And it's like you go over there and you just, like, in childish fashion, lose track of, like, two hours just dilly-dallying around with these little action figures. And even now, like... Like, even at 27, I would 
pretty much be down with just taking all those old toys and just setting them up one last time. Like as stupid as that would be, like just to do it once and just be like, dude, this is what he used to do. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's funny how much you know Star Wars has permeated you know this everywhere, uh, all, all cultures. I mean, you you go you go to, you go to Japan, you go to um, you know Malaysia, whatever. You're going to find Star Wars fans, especially when the movie comes out. So, and you're going to find a lot of more dedicated Star Wars fans than I think me and you will ever give right. ourselves credit to being. Right. I mean, we know the movie's backwards and forwards for the most part, but we're not going to cosplay up it. No, um, as, you won't uh, see me dressing in my Han Solo vest. No, no. And thank goodness you won't see me in my Princess Leia slave uniform. <laughs> you know? But uh, no, I do not have one of those. I don't want to hear it. So, um, <laughs> uh, more like Job of the Hut, but that's about it. Uh, no, but um, let's see. There have been what nine? I think this movies. Will, this will be number this, nine. This is nine. Okay, number nine. The last Jedi will be number nine. Yes, which uh, as in theaters now. So is your plug for AMC theaters and whoever else Cobb. Um, but uh, we thought it'd be fun actually for us as Star Wars quote unquote nerds to um, to break down uh, our our favorite movies, our favorite movies in the in the list in list form. I'd and be, discuss them. I'd be curious how... I mean, I'm already curious how your list differs from mine. But in general, I would be curious just to see how... If you took five different people, how theirs would vary. Because I do feel like there are some... There's going to be some that, like, no matter how much you loved or hated whatever ones, they're going to probably rank the same. But I can tell you, I have a friend who... And he's only seen, like, the original ones very, like, infrequently, I think, or if at all. But he still would... He's seen the, first, the, the last couple new ones... I have no interest in watching the old ones, which is amazing to me. That like, huh? I, 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 I yeah. I obviously, I mean, they're I mean, all they're very I, different. All three of these generations of things are very different because they've been made so far apart. Yeah. But I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, obviously Star Wars. You know, that was a cool thing. You know, you always wanted to have the Star Wars cake or whatever. You know, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, when they re-released them. Back in when I was in 90s. high school, late nineties, mid to late nineties, late nineties, yeah. somewhere on there, I, I, uh, I was, I was, I saw each one of them in the theater. I was like one of the first people in line when I used to be able to like going to theaters and be the first person there, and it was amazing just to watch them on the big screen again. Well, that's the thing is, like for me, think about people who were younger than like that weren't around in that time. Even you weren't like. Oh yeah, yeah. You popped out the womb and went to go. No, see no, no. But like to be able to go back through and do it again, and the way they did it was that. You know, you were able to go see those three, bang, bang, bang. And then, like, within the year, they started bringing out the other ones. So it was like you really got into the flow, kind of what they're doing now, where they just release it every year. And, you know, you kind of get to see every little piece kind of come together real quick. Yeah, they have, uh, you know, obviously they have uh, what they did with Rogue One in between... um Technically, the Force Away between between the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, they put out Rogue One, and Rogue One was a you know the lead up to A New Hope, which was Star Wars Episode Four or the like original Star Wars Episode Three Point Five, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Yeah, pr- pretty much. That's that's about it. I mean, and I don't know where you have Rogue One on your list, but I have it. Hey, give me let's let's, let's get, let's get into Jason. All right, you want to go right. first? Here, read them from worst to best, though. That's the thing. I don't want to. Uh, yes, all right, so we'll go the worst. All right, we'll go the okay. worst. So we'll go to worst, and if we agree, then we agree. We'll both give our worst first, though. All, all right. right. Well, should, we, should you give your list first, and I'll give mine? Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll start with number eight. Okay. All number right. Number eight well, for me. Number eight for me is the Phantom Menace. Oh, definitely. Because and this is the thing is I actually feel pretty confident in this list because last year in Christmas time. I, you know, I go back home to Michigan and I've got like a week and there's not a whole lot to do during the day. So, I don't have a car. So, I'm just sitting around. And 
I watched in some capacity all eight last year within a week. And so I kind of got to see them all bang, bang, bang. And God, like there's some cool parts to that movie. Oh, yeah. Like Darth Maul is a sick character. Qui-Gon Jinn is a sweet character. And like then there are parts where it's like every actor who ever played Anakin Skywalker sucks. And, you know, it's just such a like discombobulated like story. Like there's just so many curves where it's like, well, why do we need to go here? And it just like I don't know. It's definitely the worst one for me. Like there, there was a space between number seven and number eight. It would be like a giant gap. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, me to think you're right. And Jar- yeah, that, I, that's, I that's, left you. <laughs> I left you, Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Well, that's because uh, that's because how can you forget Jar Jar Binks? Uh, most of us would like to forget Jar Jar Binks because obviously one of the most annoying characters in movie history, in my opinion. I mean, what do they you- took that? Well, yeah, he was. And you take the like. You know, spoiler alert! In case, in case, twenty years later you yeah. haven't seen it, but you know they take that last like, like on um, Naboo battle scene, and they've got the Jar Jar people throwing like sludge at the the Gungans, the, the Gungans throwing sludge, and like Jar Jar Binks is just just like running around like a chicken with his head cut off. He, he they couldn't even pretend he was serious for like the most the the. The, the top they couldn't even like he couldn't even just something right and that's the problem I hated that he could never do it right like like comic relief isn't always yeah, if they <laughs> if they had limited the Jar Jar character to just helping Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan in the beginning mm-hmm. then it would have been fine but they they brought this whole thing in and it just it was just a, a, a mess from front to start and with when they got involved with Jar Jar for me yes. but you know, even even the pod race stuff. I mean, I was like, uh, you know, was he hey, like, was it Anakin? What was he like, six? six. No, he was like eight or nine, something like that. I mean, yes. you know, pod, hey, Star Wars pod racers for the Nintendo sixty four is a very good game. <laughs> just gonna say. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get into video games in another <laughs> podcast because we could sit here and talk about that all night. All right, all so night. that was that's definitely the worst one. Right, I'm glad so we agree. Okay, number seven for you. Seven, I said Attack of the Clones. So did I. That's the second in that series. So did I. I mean, because you gotta you gotta think it was definitely better. Than Phantom Menace because I think it, it, there was more. It, it, there was more. Jar Jar's not even in seven. Or in number in episode two. He or, might be a little bit, a little the, bit, but yeah. But the action scenes are cooler. That oh yeah. Thing is like the Coliseum, and then uh, you know Yoda just turned into this badass at the end. That was awesome. Yeah, you get you get introduced to um, General Grievous also, mm-hmm. and just this character who basically is powered on Jedi. Life force, basically, yeah. or um, what do they call medichlorians or whatever. Right. Uh, uh, it's so hard to say. <laughs> that was another reason why Phantom Menace wasn't very good because they started explaining a little bit too much of how the medichlorians and you know it was kind of information overload. Yeah, because you never because from those from the original three, you never heard any of that stuff. It was just like, well, you got it or you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you were, you were either you were with it or you were against right. it. But um, yeah, I mean. Attack of the Clones, and you even get into, uh, you know, the birth of the stormtroopers. You know, you've got uh, on, you know, how they were, how they were basically created, and even you get into uh, Boba Fett. Right, and that's the thing too is uh, that was kind of cool was the Boba Fett background storyline, and although like it really didn't have that big of an impact specifically as it went on, like it wasn't that big of a deal. But I guess you know to know that Boba Fett was the, you know, the 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 clone. For it. But yeah. I guess, you know, the one thing that from those movies that you never figure out is, okay, so from when the clone armies made, which are stormtroopers, correct, mm-hmm. to, you know, 
the, the main three movies. You know, we never find out, like... And then you get to the newer movies where, like, you know, they're not clones anymore. Where did that stop? Why did we stop using... Why did they stop using Django Fett, the clone, and just start, like, recruiting people? Where did they come from? Like, it's a very weird thing to just toss in there and be like, oh, so this is it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it. Well, maybe we'll find out in... Um Somewhere along the lines when they release the next, uh, I think because the next one uh, in the line of Rogue One is uh, the Han Solo story. Solo is the next one. That comes out, that actually comes out in the summertime. Oh, okay, so that's even so better. It's only so, six yeah. months, yeah. That's, you don't have to wait that long, good. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, yeah. Attack of the Clones was cool because there was action, but then I gotta go back and just say that Hayden Christensen was just terrible. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's just so bad. Like, he's just like, there's, there's no emotion with him other than being like this. And being like irate, <laughs> there was no. Did he start? Did he start the whole Milady stuff with in Attack of the Clones? Or I can't remember. I can't remember yes. if he started it with yes. when he was creepily hitting on. Yes, and, and I remember reading on the internet that it was just people hated that that whole thing when he started Milady this, Milady that with uh, Padme. So, Dude, here's another really bad thing. Is okay. So uh, hear me out. When that move, when those movies came out, I was like thirteen or eleven, like like pretty young. Did not realize that. Padme and Amidala were like I never understood that when I was a kid it was so confusing to me <laughs> it was one of those things that I was just like are they the same person are they different yeah and I'm, and, for so long and I might have I might have messed up on that one but I think Padme was uh What's yeah her hand yeah yes. okay yes yeah okay. more for little assistance yes. yeah I, I know it's just it's been a while since I actually seen them because obviously I'd rather watch the original trilogy more than <laughs> All right, um, this is where it's going to change, I feel. Well, I, this this is where I have to put at number six, for me, okay. was Revenge of the Sith. That was the third oh, one. No. I put Force Awakens. Oh, really? Wow. Okay, because, so this we're going to have right, to we so, have a discussion here. So I thought Force Awakens, which although it was a Lawrence Kasdan, <coughs> so it was like based on the good original ones, written it the same way, I just thought like, dude, this is the... I've seen this movie before. And I get that they were trying to like grab at your... Like nostalgia, but it was the same thing. I can understand that. Um, for me, uh, I mean, I've got The Force Awakens up one, up number five for me. Okay. So, Revenge of the Sith, while it was very cool, and uh, you know, and, and you you got to, you got to see um, Emperor Palpatine come to power, basically, and right. uh, you know, the battle with Mace Windu and Anakin turns evil and kills all the kill, the children. Kids, the, yeah. You know, the, the all creation the, of Darth Vader, right? Yeah, and you know that that's that was awesome, but it was just something about it. it was just I, I can't put it I can't put it in the top five. Oh wow! It's because You're be very disappointing with my rankings. <laughs> well, maybe, 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 because this this is the this is the conversation that many Star Wars fans, Star Wars nerds, have had and will continue to have because you got two more movies at least coming out, right? And there might even be another set of Star Wars movies coming out because I've heard Disney's starting to start have another spinoff of it cha-ching, almost. Cha-ching, yeah, cha-ching. That, that yeah, the Disney money machine keeps rolling, rolling, rolling. All right, so that's so that's different. I mean, I understand you. I guess I get where you're coming from, but... Yeah, I mean, the, for me, The Force Awakens is better than Revenge of the Sith because, one, it doesn't have Hayden Christensen in it. <laughs> and two, it's the start, or it's a continuation of the next generation of it. And for me, that was... That alone puts it above the, the first three movies of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I disagree, but it's okay. And I like the fact that they actually, you know, brought, were able to bring back Harrison Ford as Han Solo, and and 
you know, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, and, and they didn't exclude them. You know, say they they died and didn't tell you how they died or whatever. So right. Okay. All right. Like it. All right. So number five. Let me go first. Or but, you want to go? Okay. Well, I already said number five. Was the Force Awakens. Okay. For me. So number five is Force Awakens for you. Number five for me is A New Hope. Blasphemy, sir. Okay. Blasphemy. I, I told this to somebody here earlier today. Okay. So, in all three of these, this is just talking about the original three, right? Okay. The ending scene is pretty, this is the best, like, space fighting scene. Sure. Yes. But the lightsaber scene's not that good. Half the movie is literally just, like, backstory and, like, oh, I want to do this and, oh, <laughs> I'm running away from that. And, and like, the thing about it is, okay, the entire movie, Luke is just like, oh, hokey-dory, ha, 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 I want to get off of here. And Han Solo is just complaining about everything, and Princess Leia is just, we got to do this, we got to do this. And it's just like, like, it's good, I like it, and I can appreciate the, like, even though I have it there, none of these are bad, except for the bottom one. But, like, <laughs> it's just, I, I can respect the amount of information and how necessary it is, while also saying, there are a lot of times where that movie's pretty boring. I see. I never thought I, I could. I could sit there and watch it, and not fast forward through it. That for me, that's where I know, or fast forward, or whatever, right? It, or skip ahead, whatever you want to call it nowadays. That back in the old days, folks, when we had VHS, when you had to fast forward, and then oops, I screwed up, went too far, I had to rewind, and yeah. that's how you wore on a tape, real quick. But um, you know, I I don't. I've I've never seen that as boring. Compared to the other ones in terms of a back. What I what I didn't like is when they started adding scenes to A New Hope. And they did go back and do that. And and they added the whole Jabba scene and um it was actually Jabba was a person. Yeah, he was a guy who looked like a Viking. Yeah, he was he was he had a whole bunch of furs on and yeah. stuff and, and then they made Jabba into the the slug, basically. So Right. But um so I mean Wow, you have the new hope at number five. It's crazy, I that's, know. That's shameful, sir. Shameful. Um, for me, at number four, I have to go with Rogue One. Oh, I, me too. Rogue One is, it, it was fun. Yep. It, it, was, it introduced new characters. Yep. And it, 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 it bridged the gap that you needed from, from uh, I guess... Revenge of the Sith into right, yeah. Uh, I mean, it did a good job. Hope. It did a good job of of having enough of the you know previous era. I mean, there are a lot of little things from that movie, and I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, um, By the way, I can't name a lot of these actors and these new generation I mean, of actors. I, I can't believe, do it. <laughs> I believe I don't know if it was the he's the king of Naboo or whatever, but like. No, he's not the Naboo. The the uh, Princess Leia's father. He's in the oh yeah original um, three. Uh, but he's also in that. He also makes an appearance in Rogue One at the kind of where they're trying to transition in it. And that's cool. I mean, Jimmy Smiths. Yeah, that's who it was. I thought the villains <laughs> in that one were kind of meh. But like the story, the thing about it being like, you know, trying to blow up this. Death Planet and stuff, and I mean, it was a cool. It was cool. One of the reasons, I, I mean, first of all, I mean, spoiler alert, because you haven't seen it. Stop. You know, pause. Fast forward, if you will. Yes. Um, skip ahead. Uh, but that the good guys don't survive that. Right. I like and that. and yeah, that's that's that that is like okay. It's not you're not gonna have a happy ending here, basically. And then yeah. you see at the end of it, you see finally. What everybody wanted to see 
for a long time. Darth Vader has returned. Yeah. And it's basically bridging the gap from old to new. Into, into a new hope. That's, well, that's where it starts I, out. I had told somebody today, we were talking about somebody else at work, and I had told them, he said, I hadn't seen that yet. And I said, well, it's worth it just for the last, like, four or five minutes. Like, that part. Well, I thought the whole last battle was also incredible. But here's the other thing, too, and about that movie in particular, and, and if you look at Star Wars throughout the time, there's, and they did a better job of this with when they remade it, but, like, like, diversity of planets. Like, planets are the coolest, like, how crazy some of those places are. It's one of the coolest things. And, like, with that one, they went out of their way to like develop all these different environments that they go in. I mean, when they go in, when uh, when he goes to visit Darth Vader, it's on like that volcanic planet. The last one's that like beach-looking thing, which is cool. And I mean, you know, the whole thing just takes place in so many different places that it really kind of gives you a different look. Whereas the old ones, it was like, well, we're going back to Tatooine. That's yeah, so, like all right, desert planet, jungle planet, oh, ice planet. You right. know, and we're yeah, gonna get into ice one. planets here in a little bit here. Yeah, okay, but um. So, okay, right. so we, we agreed on four. So this mm-hmm. is the top all right, three. So, all right, number three for you. Oh, my number three is Revenge of the Sith. Uh, we already talked about it, but I just liked the act, the amount of action. I liked how everything went to crap and blew up and died and stuff. And yeah. there's actually, here's the thing that's really nerdy is, and you can go on YouTube this, <laughs> is there's a video out there of the scene from A New Hope when Luke first meets... Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's like kind of like telling him a little bit about the Clone Wars and the backstory. And like, as he, and he's kind of just staring up in the distance, kind of like haphazardly, kind of just like thinking. And he flashes back to that fight with the lava and stuff, and where, where Anakin falls in the lava and like basically almost dies and stuff. And like, it's kind of cool watching him fade back in and out from the old movie, like back into his memory kind of thing. Like, it's not part of the thing. It's just a fan made it, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of fan, you know, movies or fan trailers out there that are really good that have fooled a lot of people over the years, actually, yeah. you know. But um, for me, I've, for me, I guess stick with the original trilogies in the top three, always will be, okay. except for if Last Jedi and the next one, uh, I can't remember what it is, what it's called, actually. I'm drawing a blank. Um, I don't know if they've named it yet. But, the third, um, oh, the sequel to the last yeah, one. Um, but Return of the Jedi, for me, is number three. And, again, you get these massive space battles. Mm-hmm. That last one over, over Endor, and even on the planet, is yeah. amazing to me. And, uh, you know, they go inside the Death Star, and, you know, they, the unfinished Death Star. Right. And where they killed, according to, Clark, uh, according to uh, uh, clerks, you know, all the contracted contractors on the Death Star that were they were killed. Uh, if you haven't watched Clerks, you need to go back and do that, by the way. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Kevin Smith. Uh, not that he'd listen, but anyway. Um, but for me also, part of it, what got ruined Return of the Jedi for me was the Ewoks. And it was just, it was just like, okay, it's a knockoff of a Wookiee. <laughs> it's, it's a mini Wookiee. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, it, I was like, okay. They are kind of, they are kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they, I do kind of like that, like they, some of them die. They're not like invincible. Yeah, that, that yeah. Bears, you know, stormtroopers like actually hit something in this movie, though. That is, that is yeah. interesting, though. Stormtroopers actually they hit, uh, they hit Leia, though, too. They did shoot her too. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and and R two D two. That one was cool. I did like that one, and I think you know, even the start of that one, like the the scenes on Tatooine with Jabba and the, the Sarlacc pit and stuff, and that's. I mean, I was also probably. You know, one of my favorite parts. And I have this higher than you have it, so... But, okay. So, number three, you had that. I have Revenge of the Sith. We talked about that. Number two, then. I've got A New Hope. Okay. The original Star Wars. 
At number two, obviously, if you've been paying attention to this, you know what my number one is. And there's a reason why it's number one, but we go back to New Hope. Number two is just because it started the whole thing. Right. It, it's never been, I said it earlier, it's never been boring to me to ever watch these movies, especially New Hope, because it just lays the foundation of, of so many good memories throughout the years for me. Yeah. Even watching the first, the first three movies... Watching it the first time through, watching the first time through, was a good experience because it's brand new and you're trying to you know take it all in. Then you have time to go back and watch it a second time, a third time, a fourth time, whatever. And yeah. you're like, God, Jar Jar sucks, you know. <laughs> I mean, Poor it's Jar Jar. A, it's an important movie, I will say. That. Yes, it's vital to the rest of the thing. I don't think you can watch every other movie without watching that one and without being confused. I mean, it answers every question throughout the whole thing, pretty much. But all right, so here's the thing. So your number. Your number one is Empire Strikes Back. Oh, most definitely. Okay. My number one is Return of the Jedi. Let's talk about Empire Strikes Back then, which is my number two. Okay. So, that one, most people, I honestly feel like most people would put that number one for them. Empire Strikes Back. Because I think, like, and this is what I've heard, not, not even a spoiler, because I don't read anything about these movies, but I've heard that the one coming out today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening, is in the same vein of, like, all is not well. I like that. That's kind of, that goes back to Rogue One, whereas, like, it's not like Roses and Butterflies. It's not Mm -hmm. a happy ending. And so, yeah, I mean, that one's good. And there's just a lot of different parts to it that's good. And I mean, I still like Return of the Jedi more, but I can completely understand why it's not only one. Empire. And for me, Empire Strikes Back is number one because... It was the first movie I can remember, actually, where the good guy really doesn't win. Yeah. I mean, you have Han Solo encased in Carbonite. Yeah. You've got the, the rebel fleets on the run. You know, at the beginning of the movie, when they go to Hoth, I mean, you know. They got their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they get their butts kicked. You're right. They did not do very good. No, I mean, and they weren't supposed to in that way because, right. one, it was a surprise attack. And, two, you know, you had the, imperial, the whole imperial... Navy or Armada, whatever, <laughs> um, Space Navy, all right, whatever. Uh, you have the whole Imperial fleet yeah. uh, that basically tracked them down, and you know they barely got away. And right. the, but the whole movie is kind of like a doom and gloom type thing. Even when you, uh, Luke is on um, Dagobah and he's training in this, uh, this gloom, he loses his ship, and R two gets eaten by this mon- bog monster, and, and you know and right. he fails his tr- uh, his. Trials in the cave, yeah. And Yoda's not sure if he can do this, and and then you know you hear this re- revelation now, there is another, yeah. and you're like, who? Right. <laughs> who is this? Who is this other person? And you know, and Luke loses his hand, but of course you you find out probably the biggest thing you can biggest story points of any movie of the eighties of, of, of a lot of. Luke, I am your father. Yes. <laughs> no, and, yes. no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But uh, I mean that, and, and I remember you know talking about that scene in particular. I remember episode of The Simpsons where Homer's walking out of Empire Strikes Back, and there's a long line of people wanting to see it, and he goes, he's just chuckling to him, talking to himself. Says, I can't believe Luke, uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father, and everybody wants to kill him for spoilers. <laughs> which is why if you spoil the Last Jedi for anybody. You are a terrible, terrible person, and you deserve bad things to happen to you. That's true. He speaks the truth. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So I've talked about, like, parts of these movies, or some of the parts of these movies that, like, you could definitely just, you know, cut off. Lando. Dude, like, 
Lando is such a minor like traitor in that movie, and then like the Return of the Jedi, he just basically is like driving Han's ship, wearing Han's clothes, hanging out with Han's best friend. <laughs> well, it, it was Han's ship. It was it was Han's uh, or Lando's ship before it was Han. So that's true. He lost to him in a poker game. It's just like I mean, that's one of those things where like I'm glad when they go back and do these because you know the solo one's going to be cool. I think that's going to be fun, and I think. Uh, you know, they were going to do a Boba Fett one, which I wasn't quite as keen on because I think like like doing a backstory on Han Solo that makes perfect sense because he's like one of the most popular characters of all time. Yeah, but like Boba Fett's very niche. Like, well, like Boba Fett is probably the most glorified villain who besides, doesn't ever do anything besides Darth Vader. Actually, probably one of the most glorified villains, side villains, sidekick villains, almost right. in movie history. But like Boba Fett, if you think about it, he really doesn't do anything. Like. Like, he just is like, like, okay, so he gets to take Han Solo with him, but, like, only because Darth Vader did all the heavy lifting and stuff. Yeah, you're right. He didn't, he didn't actually capture him. Then at the end, he, like, shoots his gun, misses a couple times, gets knocked to the pit, and then, oh, I guess he might be dead. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, he's a cool character, and, like, he, the the whole, like, helmet and the outfit and stuff, and and in those, I don't know if you ever played the Star Wars oh, yeah. video games. I've always played like, them. The ones that not the most recent one that scam, but the one previous, uh, you know, I mean, he's an awesome. Like it's awesome to, be able to shoot flames and use a jetpack and stuff. Oh, Battlefield, or not Battlefield? Um, Battlefront. Battlefront. Yeah. Not the new Battlefront, the old one. But that's the other thing. Okay, so these Star Wars things. This kind of goes back to my like memories of playing with the action figures. Is that those video games are such a like cool way of like being kind of doing the same thing only in like an adult way, you know. And they like they make those games where like instead of people blowing up and there being fire, it's like those corny sparks they used to have yep. because it was the eighties movies and stuff. And like, it just works so well. And that's probably part of why, you know, it has continued to soar is that you can literally bring something out that's, you know, if we were to watch a movie that wasn't Star Wars, we'd be like, why are they? Why is everything sparking and not exploding? We'd be like, that's stupid. Star Wars is like, oh, that blew up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, you want to get into the science of the whole thing. Let's let's not even do that because we like to suspend belief when we watch our movies, especially yes. sci-fi. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've got we we have our disagreements here on what our top. Uh, All right, sorry, list. one more time. Let's relishers one through eight. All right, so number eight, both of us agreed on was the Phantom Menace. Yep. Number seven, Attack of the Clones. Yep. Number six, I have Revenge of the Sith. I had Force Awakens. Okay, see, number five, I have Force Awakens. No. Number five, I have Force Awakens. What did you have number six? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, okay. Yeah, and number five, I had New Hope. Number four, I have Rogue One. Four, I had Rogue One. Three is Return of the Jedi. I had Revenge of the Sith. Two for Star Wars, New Hope for me. I had Empire Strikes Back. And Empire Strikes Back was my granddaddy of all Star Wars movies. And I had Return of the Jedi. But, um... Yeah, I mean... Obviously, everybody has a different opinion on this. And if you want to tell us, tell me what your... Uh, what your list is, we do have an email now here at Big Nerd Podcast. It is bignerdpodcast at gmail.com. Just one long Big Nerd Podcast at gmail.com. There's no periods in between, there's no dashes, no uh, M dashes, there's no underscores. Just Big Nerd Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at it's BSOC. That's I T S B E A S O C K on Twitter. If you want to talk to Brady about this, tell him how wrong he is not to have number one. As Empire Strikes Back, or how foolish she is not to have a new hope up there. 
not sure that's going to work. He just tried to do a Wookiee sound. But, uh, I didn't want to make it myself. Contact, yeah, please don't. <laughs> contact Brady at... At Brady underscore Fred. On Twitter. And uh, if you, know, you want to see us out in the street somewhere, come find us at the ledger and we'll talk, this, we'll talk about this with you too. But don't worry, we're not going to break your arms when we win, unlike, you know, like a Wookiee would. So <laughs> we're not going to break your arms if we lose. So... Uh, so this has been another episode of the Big Nerd Podcast. Uh, I'm Ray Besock. I'm Brady Fredrickson. And remember, nerd is not just a four-letter word, it's a lifestyle.